Welcome into Rossi on Wrestling. I'm your host, Jason Rossi, and with me, as always, is my tag team partner in the podcast sphere. He is at BillyD2411. He is Mr. Billy Biceps. He can be seen by making creative videos for every podcast that you listen to, as long as this one, unless it's a fantasy football one, because that's a feel like if people are wrestling fans, they listen to fantasy football, wrestling, and then like dork and like pop culture ones, and mac and goo and them. I just don't know what you just did there. I make, it's Billy D. I make videos. Hey, we're back. Yay. No, you made a great video. That video for Mac and Goo? It was that good. Was, that was incredible. I think it was one of the better things I've done in a long time because I got like time, like as much time as I wanted to do it. Uh, and I had fun. It was cool. And if you don't know what we're checking out, uh, talking about, check out Mac and Goo podcast on Twitter. You can see the link there. They have it in YouTube. Uh, I think it's just searchable by what, just Yeah, it was not Twitter-friendly. It was was a six-minute movie review, and then when I looked at it, it was like eight and a half minutes. It was was a feature film that Billy put together. So check that one out. Uh, And we should have another really good cartoon coming by our podcast, hopefully somewhat soon. Soon, yeah, that is the goal. That is the goal, real soon. Uh, It will hopefully be something we'll be doing periodically. Some will be looking as fancy as this. Maybe some won't be looking as fancy as this, but there'll definitely be more content coming to you. So keep your eyes, ears, noses, and social media animals on the lookout. But more importantly, we're back. We've had two long breaks between each of the last two podcasts. Chlamydia. You've had some, well, yeah. Chlamydia. Chlamydia. Is. Rubella. Rubella, um, whatever you clap. What do you take that, um, like some of those, what are those late night drugs like Latuda? What the fuck is Latuda? I don't know, but whatever causes Latuda I had. <laughs> really? No. Um, <laughs> I don't even I, know what that is. What other, uh, I had the gout. Really? Do you have gout? Nope. Oh. Nope, Bill, we're making up things. <laughs> I don't know. We haven't recorded Gout's in a while. Gout's pretty like common. You could have gout. I could have gout. I very well could have gout. I do not have gout though. I was recently very sick with what I thought was the flu. What was it really? Whooping cough? Probably the flu. I don't know. Do you have, are you like Sam Donald? Did you have mono? I had mono in high school. Did you kiss some dirty girls or? Uh, I had a girlfriend at the time. So, I mean, maybe she was, you know, doing stuff around my back. I don't know. Ooh, she was doing it around the backside. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. But I definitely had mono senior year going into freshman year of college. I was uh, very swollen glands at the time. Yeah. Sounds disgusting. It was not fun. I lost a lot of weight. I'd actually not, I wouldn't mind mono right now. Maybe mono. How many did you lose? Like 15? Uh, I was pretty skinny at the time. I think yeah. I lost 10. I was like down to like 145. I think I was born at 145. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I couldn't tell you the I bet you I was 145 as like a 8th grader. 145 as an 8th grader. Wow, that's pretty good. That's a big little chunk. Yeah. Because <laughs> you probably weren't your full height yet either. Uh, no, I, not that my height's that big, but I was like a little meatball. Like I've always kind of been low and just stout. Like yeah. Like a fire hydrant. I'm literally built like a fire hydrant. That's what I always said about Maurice Jones-Drew. Oh, yeah. Well, he got big. He got huge. He really did. I saw him at the Super Bowl, I think, this yes. year. He oh. looked gigantic. Well, and the year before. He yeah, got bigger we each time. There. He is just a big... He, like, it's so funny. Offensive linemen lose all their weight and, like, become, like, A thin. lot of position players get fucking yeah. fat. All these, like, running backs get just so stout-looking. Like, Marie Jones Drew looked like he hasn't turned down a free sandwich in a long time. When I realized that, I didn't know who the fuck Mark Slayworth was, but I always saw him on like ESPN. I'm yeah, like, NFL this Live. Guy? Yeah, and I found out he was an offensive lineman. I was like, oh shit, this yeah. guy's fucking tiny. Looks like a stud. But yes, uh, it has been a while. Back to the point that we have not potted with you. Our ears, our your ears, haven't been graced by our voices. But we're back. We are back, baby. And we are feeling good. And we got yourselves a big podcast for you, a big fun podcast. Nothing like promoting yourself is fun. So it's like a dating website. I'm fun. Yeah. Nah, 
I, I don't even lie anymore. I'm just like, yeah, you might like me. My friends think I'm okay sometimes. But <laughs> My friends like me if they don't see me yeah. often. Uh, <laughs> I'm 35. I'm on a dating website. Let's be honest. We're both not doing too well here. Well, how do you know they're 35? You can see by their age. Oh. They show your age, like when you're like age, area, all that stuff. Like, I know right now you're probably, ah, that's kind of sucks or whatever, but that's like, there's going to be like later when you're like married for the sixth time and like having all that, like, it's going to be fun to look back and be like, that was kind of cool. No, it wasn't. It was awful. It's probably one of the worst things you can do is being on one of those dating websites. It's pretty bad. So today we have a 1989 <laughs> draft. Woo-hoo. What? Why? How? So we obviously... We like Billy Because said, the WWE draft ruined my fucking life recently. The WWE was in such a good place like three days before Hell in a Cell. Yeah, two days before Hell in a Cell. I haven't said the, the kickoff. SmackDown, that 95% opening... 95% of that SmackDown was great. Yeah, the last... The end of that SmackDown, I think did exactly why put WWE exactly in the position of what they are they are the well Kleenex is a compliment they're just like the name brand no, yeah name brand but for all like the wrong reasons while they still have all the right ingredients yeah that that was just they squashed Kofi and then the next week he's out there just throwing pancakes I, happy as hell like you killed let, let me just do this real quick I'm gonna give you babyface champions recently I'm gonna give you one then the other you tell me who was the better babyface champion oh I like this game okay wasn't even in the rundown Kofi Kingston, Roman Reigns. Kofi Kingston. Okay. Kofi Kingston, Dean Ambrose. Kofi Kingston. Kofi Kingston, Seth Rollins. Better babyface champion. That one's tough. I, 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 I'm going to lean to Seth Rollins because of the bigger matches that Seth Rollins had during his run. But who? It's pretty close, though. I know, but Seth Rollins also lost his title during it. But Seth Rollins had the title before. It's hard. But Kofi Kingston has been a really good babyface champion. Kofi Kingston, champion. AJ Styles. I, I, that's hard for me. Which, my, my, well, either way, I think it's the fact that it's we're having this close. argument. Kofi Kingston has been, I think, your best babyface champion in probably five years. Like, the argument he, easily can be made. Easily can be made. Yeah. And you squashed him like a bug in an instant, and then you didn't give him anything on the back end. So when Becky Lynch uh, came out on that first Raw when the season premiere. She said like, she got her steam back, literally and figuratively. Like, she had, yeah. like, steam in her entrance, and you kind of, like, Becky Lynch is kind of, you know, she, not that she's ever really dipped, but there was a little bit with her and Seth, all that, yada, yada, yada. But Kofi Kingston lost the title in f- six seconds. One move. And the next week didn't mention it. The following week then just said, hey, man, it's all about keeping a positive attitude and getting back on top. But he didn't do anything. I mean, you killed your character. No steam. Then you had a chance to give him some character enrichment dealing with this you really didn't there was a nice wwe.com piece where he said he's gonna watch the film yeah what film <laughs> it was literally <laughs> hey, but it was funny he actually said he goes, not much, not much to watch, to watch. <laughs> you jumped on it was back and he f5'd you and then the whole like brain in outside people like i don't mind it during uh fucking wrestlemania season i get it it's fine during wrestlemania season i've just come to like colin just it's just gonna be there i yeah. have to i just accept it for WrestleMania season. But this crown jewel shit, and I hear that Cain Velasquez is signed to a long-term deal. You just, you're, that whole thing, that sucked. That was Friday night. And I can't tell you how happy I was to see Becky Lynch come out on Friday night. Yeah. I was like, oh, they're giving her the moment. She totally deserves this. First one to come out on the debut of Fox. And Huge. I know, yeah, and now I know it's like, it's like two weeks later now, but the whole Fiend thing, that was ridiculous. You killed Fiend and Seth Rollins in like one night. What are we doing here? You killed your main event scene for the 900th time in the matter of 48 hours. From Kofi Kingston, Brock Lesnar, Cain Velasquez, to Fiend, Seth Rollins, 
And then we're just like, okay, there's your two titles, and what are we doing? And it's just such a shame because, like you said, I think going into that week, you're kind of like, okay, this is going to be interesting. Like, you were going into Hell in a Cell with, like, a match and a half uh, a book. <laughs> yeah. And then you're like, okay, you know what? This Maybe it'll just be, like, a shorter, great show. And if you actually did that for, like, 90% of the events, that's what would be good. But... Right now, it's in such a weird place. And I think that these Crown Jewel, the Saudi Arabia shows, sorry, like, I know they're making a ton of money, and I know it's a good thing for the overall product outside of these little pockets and windows. That like, you have Cain Velasquez versus Brock Lesnar for the WWE Championship. <coughs> Bill, you're disgusting. Excuse you, you pig. The fact that you do that is so dumb. Like, why does it have to be a title match? Why does it have to be a title match? That doesn't bring... That's what I don't get. Lawrence Taylor versus Bam Bam Bigelow was the main event of WrestleMania wasn't 11. Wasn't for a fucking which title. Which was stupid. But it wasn't for the title. And I guarantee you that was going to be that's going to be a better match than this Kane Velasquez fucking no. Brock Lesnar crap. I think. Well, actually, I don't want to say Velasquez that. Kane Velasquez is wrestling on one leg. He's already hurt. I know. But I watched Ridiculous. his match. He did one for a AAA like a few months ago. He's like a legitimate like like lucha. Like he like he does hurricane runs. He looked good. I don't give a fuck. But if they're he's not going to do that. Male Ronda Rousey. I don't like. I don't care. The problem is, and this is my whole thing with any content, when you cater to everybody, you're going to please no one. You think that casual wrestling fans, like there's there's plenty of casual wrestling fans, people who used to watch it. Yeah. And you're, you know how you're going to get them back? If your product is good and you build it slowly and you hmm. develop characters and people are like... Oh, wait a second. Say that again? Say what you just said. How your you gonna product do? is good. You develop characters slowly. You just build your people up. Sounds a lot like what's happening on Wednesday nights. It really is, and I'm very impressed with what they've, they've been doing, even in, like, just the last three weeks. It's been really incredible. Like, the, the the Cody Rhodes thing from last night was on the main account for Bleacher Report. To me, that's, like, something. that That's a big deal. But if you build it, they will come. Mm-hmm. I think that's what AEW is doing. That's what WWE was doing with The Fiend, and I was stupid, and it'll never happen again where I was like, I'm going to, you know, I don't know what they're going to do with the Seth Rollins thing, but they've been so good with The Fiend. They're not going to screw this up. They're not going to ruin it for me. And they fucking destroyed it. Vince McMahon is literally Al Davis. He's too old. He is too old. And he has and too he's, much money. He's too much. Like, every other area of WWE is the top. It's the best thing in the entire, like, world for production. Except yes. the storylines. It really is. No, I agree with you. I think it's 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 an embarrassment of riches. They're doing a lot of good stuff. It's, it's just where it's at this crazy point where you have three hours on Monday. Now they have the Fox deal, which two hours max I'm still good with. It's just there's too much going on. And I think they're not back to basics. They're not simplifying their booking. And it's really hard because every wrestling fan thinks they know how to do it better. I'm included. I'm sure you are too. But like at the end of the day, like they need to just like just do a better job of entertaining us. And it's that simple. Like where I'm, my Wednesday nights now are like highlights of my week. Like AEW well, last is night excellent. Was fun, NXT and I was watching most of it right before I went to bed because I yeah. watch a lot of the Celtics. But the that the was NXT, not entertaining. That, eh, I, I, I'll watch any. Ba- to me, basketball is truly like pizza. Any bet, any even bad basketball to me is good basketball. Sure, I actually I was more entertained by some of the games that later in the night I was watching that Portland uh, Denver. Oh, I was sound asleep, oh, but I love Dame. I just can't sleep so. But anywho, <laughs> anywho, back to the rundown. Uh, yeah, but let's let's just go with this. WWE, we've we've basically said it. Uh, Their main event, it's tough. Next week is gonna be really hard. Like these Crown Jewel shows are I'm fun to just it. watch. They're, I'm not, they're, I'm not gonna watch. I'm just saying they're, they're fun watches. What is it, Thursday, Thursday, yeah, Halloween, and they they want to drop the ball. You can't call it like. Halloween, oh, they, that's Crown Jewel. They get to call whatever they want over yeah, there. Literally, this guy calls all the shots, and WWE just, like, caters to it for, like, four weeks. That's the problem. Put this in December. This should all be in December, because then you can give your talent time off after. 
televised. It should not be promoted. I don't care there if should it's be televised. nothing behind. No, because it, it's just to me, at the end of the you're year. Just, so that... you're, you're literally serving one person. It, you know how they say they don't yeah. cater to fans? They're well, they do it for the country, catering. I guess you could yeah. say. Because then they don't get any other show. But I, I agree with you. I just think if they place this in like early to mid-December... And then you gave your talent time off, and you ran best of shows. I really don't care. I bet you Rob would do just as much ratings as they're doing currently on like a weird recap show, best of, like oh, showing yeah. highlight matches. And give your talent the time off in December, and then we all reset for the Rumble run in the Road to WrestleMania. That's you, what they should do. You know what's weird? And I always find myself doing this. I fast forward a lot of Raw. Yeah. And then sometimes the most climactic parts are right before the commercial. So I wind up fast forwarding to like right about before the commercial, and then I'll find myself just watching the commercials because I'm like well this is more interesting than what Raw is and I'm just like why am I watching commercials right now in 2019 like, you're fuck? watching commercials I seriously am because I I'm, believe it. I, I'm, I'm just stunned by like it not like bringing me down like WWE programming it brings you down brings me down like, especially the last you. three weeks alright so uh, let's just jump into some wrestling news here we'll save our other topic for next week because there's so many uh musical things we need to talk about including Rock and Hall of Fame that's a tease for next week I want to I want to we're going to get a ballot next week for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Yep, we're going to give you one. All right. You can pick five out of all the bands that are on there. We'll talk about it next week. So... Ooh, do we get for, a tease of who's on there? Uh, no. Right. People will learn next week. There's about 20 people eligible, uh, 20 bands, musical acts that kind of somewhat made impact, and you get to pick five. Okay. It's, it can either be really hard or really easy. Worldwide Wrestling News. Big news going on in wrestling. A lot of free agents out there, a lot of signings. First one, Tessa Blanchard is done with Impact Wrestling. Now, the first thing you might say is, who's Tessa Blanchard? Do I know her? And she you, was great in the Mae Young Classic. She was great in the Mae Young Classic. She's been one of the hottest female Women wrestlers. Sure. But she's literally been like the hottest female act in wrestling. Like, Becky Lynch has brought the game. Obviously, Charlotte, all this. But Tessa Blanchard's been fighting She's main a better event. wrestler than Becky. She could be. She's probably like on that same par. But you know why she looks even better? And I don't mean this to be disrespectful. Because she's been fighting men. It's just such an interesting look. She fought Sammy Callahan in a hardcore match. They were both bleeding. Impact is doing some stuff that is blowing my mind. Didn't she, they main event? They main evented two pay-per-views ago. In this past pay-per-view, she fought... I uh, forget his name, but he's really, really fat. I'm sorry to say it that way. I don't really usually like to use that word. Keith Lee. No, he like, looks like <laughs> Keith Lee, but like smaller and stouter. And he, she tossed him off of a ladder through like a table. It looked terrible like in a, all the right ways but anytime i see her in the ring she is a phenomenal worker like charlotte level yeah, worker. So she is now like a, basically she's done with impact which is such a loss for impact she's been one of the main reasons to watch i watched caught up with slam reverse i forget what the name of the event was i call everything slam anniversary um but you had moose versus ken shamrock on there which was actually very entertaining it was i'm a big moose guy i'm so surprised not in wwe but anyways so she's done tesla blanchard with impact I think AEW is the natural fit because I feel like they need that next woman to really be like, oh, I gotta see her. Because what's her name? The dentist, the uh, oh, um, Brooke Baker. Brooke Baker, yeah. Kind of sucks. I don't think she's good. I, I liked her match with Rio last week. I've never seen a woman sweat. She has Shane McMahon style sweat, and I kind of like that. Uh, she just doesn't. She does the thing that Seth Rollins does, and she's <laughs> she she's on the same level as Seth Rollins to me. She just doesn't do... Best wrestler in the world? No. He, I could name 10 off the top of my head that are way better That's than him. He he's just WWE just alone. He, he fucking sucks. Oh, whoa. He, he's okay. not good. They just She doesn't sell. She doesn't go hard into the corners. The tag match that we saw was yes. saved by... What's her name? The Rio. Look. Yeah. Rio is incredible. Yeah. She's great. Yeah. But Tessa Blanchard just... Not Tessa Blanchard. Fucking... Uh, Britt Baker. Baker. Like, I, I agree. That AEW women's division, not great. It bring needs, in her. Yeah. Bring in Emma. 
I think that would be a nice influx of legit talent that can actually work. Yeah, I'm surprised. And also, there's Allie, who's a part of this division, too, who we haven't seen since they've been Allie Impact? Allie AEW? Yes. Is she Allie AEW now? I don't AW know if going to be Allie Dynamite. Probably. But yeah, we haven't seen her yet, so we'll see where that goes. But I'm very interested to see what happens with Tessa Blanchard. Obviously, her father's involved with AEW now. I really hope she goes there, because I think it would just add more fuel to that AEW fire, which I think is an incredible show. Here's a crazy one for you, Bill. Rick and Morty. When I say those two names, what do you think of that show? Favorite cartoon of all time? Jesus Christ. Favorite cartoon of all time um, already? It's it's in contention. I gotta say Simpsons, early Simpsons. Yes. Definitely up there. Then South Park, definitely up there. Archer, in there, in the mix. Family uh, guy? I'm not a huge family guy guy. I like the okay. first four seasons yeah. after that. Don't love it. Okay. Don't I, love it. I, family guys, I think... Of any- adult cartoons, yeah. it's definitely up there. Okay, I have only seen one episode, uh, Strike oh, Me Dead. Nuts. I know. Everyone in my you're bachelor nuts. party two years ago was like, you gotta watch. So I definitely, it's only two seasons so far, right? Three. Okay, three. Easy three. to watch. Do you have my Hulu password? Do you want my Hulu password? I have a Hulu password. Right. Not yours, and it's not mine either. Oh, um, Do you but, have any accounts that are your own? Uh, my YouTube TV. Oh, all right. I got Pachis. Oh. I gotta say, YouTube TV, the best. I really like it. It's fucking awesome. It has Nessun, which uh, PlayStation didn't. I really liked PlayStation, but anyways. So Rick and Morty have just signed with All Elite. Good for them. That's a, that's a hell of a signing. I wanted to do a podcast at work where we did the salaries, like draft uh, yep. the company I work for gives out salaries for each player. I wanted to do who would be the top salary on DraftKings and Rick and Morty. They would probably be like Rick would be number one, Morty would be somewhere in the middle. He'd Rick's be about, the older guy. He'd right? be a value play. Yeah, it's it's basically Back to the Future. Okay, it's kind of seemed the one episode I saw was kind of like Family Guy, but just Brian Stewie. Okay, this is the thing I tell people every time, and a few people nestle of the Jabberknocker. Uh, he didn't do this when we told him to watch it, and it took him like two years to catch on to actually liking Rick and Morty. Okay. First episode you have to watch is the Meeseeks episode. I think it's season Me-seeks? one. Meeseeks. Season four, season one, episode four. Okay. Watch that first, because the first episode is pretty good, but that first one was the first one me and Pachi discovered this show together, and it is one of the greatest episodes of television of all time. So watch season one, episode four. The Meeseeks. Me six. Okay, so start there and then do what I want. Then okay. then go back to one and then watch the whole thing. Okay. But that's the one you have to start with. All right. Interesting. But it's, it's a huge but, signing for them. But they're on all elite. What does that mean? I don't know. But this coming uh, Wednesday, we'll find out. All right. I don't know. Uh, Joey Ryan, the guy who does all the dick stuff. Yeah, he's great. Just signed with Impact. Did he really? So he officially signed with Impact as of this past Sunday, and he said it's because they're going to let me be me and continue to do my indie booking. He came out during a battle royal and did all of his dick stuff, where people grab his penis, and his penis has powers, and people fly out of the ring. He came out with a WrestleMania-type entrance one time where there was like 25... The Druids. Yeah. It was at All Out. (laughs) Oh my, it was insane. It was Dick Druids, and he's... He's everything that's fun about wrestling. I do like the CZW. Uh, what is it CZW that yep. does a lot of that stuff with yep. uh, Cole Cabana? Yep. I, I, I'm a fan of that in like little doses. It is a variety show like uh, that shitty guy who ran SmackDown for like three weeks said. Oh, uh, you talking about Eric, Eric Bischoff? Bischoff? I think he's rem- the shitty guy? Yeah, Eric Bischoff. You, like sh- you don't like Bischoff either? Didn't he ruin fucking SmackDown? The Didn't rumor is that he actually off? never really did anything. Do you think that uh, Conrad sent... Bischoff to SmackDown, like Vince sent Vince Russo to WCW back in the day to tank the show. Remember there was that whole thing? 
So maybe the only reason I would ever believe that is because then Conrad now has a guy that he can podcast with to make it more interesting to listen to, and he's going to be doing live shows. So you want to see and be like, oh, what happened during those three weeks? I mean, Conrad Thompson has it's ridiculous the amount of pull he has in the wrestling world. He got every one of those three old dudes jobs, jobs, every, All every of one of them. Every one of them he worked with had a job within WWE, AEW. In within the like two years, it's it, it's crazy. Um, Worst live podcast I've ever been to. Oh yeah, he was he was straight snoozing that. Didn't podcast. give a fuck. And he was so good the first time I saw them too. You could tell the steam kind of came off. Conrad literally came back from his honeymoon that day. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, you're right. You're right. All right. Speaking about Conrad Thompson podcast, Jim Ross rips your guy Seth Rollins. Good on this week's J- Grilling with Jr. So I Grilling with Jr. has become like one of my favorite podcasts because Jim Ross has become a lunatic. He's, really? He's so angry. You got to listen to. Taboo Tuesday, just for the beginning. So people like rip Jr. on Twitter, like everybody does. What they his... went back and reviewed Taboo Tuesday. They did, but that's forget about. Just listen to the first twenty minutes. He's off his rocker right at the beginning. He basically rips everybody to shreds on Twitter. Who like rips him? Basically saying like, you don't know what the hell you're talking about. Like, call, I'm phoning it in. All this stuff because he got criticized for calling Jungle Boy, whatever his first name is, Perry, because he's Luke Perry's son, and everybody criticized him for that. But it's like. That's his name. His name isn't Jungle Boy. And it's not like the character... It's not hidden. It's not like it was Stone Cold Steve Austin and his name's... You know, or like calling Shawn Michaels Michael Hickambottom. That's yeah. different. Anyways. So we've ripped about that. This week, I've yet to hear it. I think they're doing Tuesday in Texas or... I actually don't know. I'm not even going to pretend. But Jim Ross ripped Seth Rollins because Seth Good. Rollins said Kenny Omega called AEW the minor leagues and said that he's the best wrestler. And Jim Ross said... And this is all a quote. I haven't heard it yet. But he basically said... Why don't you give me a call when you're as over as your girlfriend? Oh, he never will be, so he can't call him. But just like Jim Ross saying that, it's just so great. Seth Rollins, God love him, was a great heel. Yes. He is not good in the ring. I'm I'm just going to go ahead and say he's not good in the ring. Every time I watch a Seth Rollins match, I am so disappointed. He's had like two standout matches I can think of in his frigging career. He doesn't sell. He doesn't go hard into the corners. He doesn't have a great move set. He delivered the worst pedigree in the history of pedigrees oh, yes, in that, that match. That, that, was but half played, on, that was half on Bray Wyatt, that but that's awful. half on him. Yeah. He's a terrible babyface promo. I'm starting to wonder if he was ever a good heel promo or he just had one or two good lines on Johnny Manziel back in the day. Like He does nothing for me as a professional wrestler. He is, a, as JC would say, a 32Xer when he comes on the screen. I just want to go right fucking by him. I don't, I don't care about him as a character. 32Xer? Like, you know how you can fast forward? Mine only goes up to four. Oh! I think he must, have, he must have something else. Mine goes fa- faster than that. Oh, that's Comcast. Yeah. Which he should have, too. But um, maybe he's watching something about else. That. Yeah, he's yeah, not yeah. using that Comcast with that price. Come on, Yeah, bro. he's out of his mind. Come he on, must bro. be. But it must have been in the old days. Because you could go, like, uh, I know like on, one, two, three. on PlayStation, I think you can go up to 32X. Yeah, that must when be you're true. like skipping through, but he is. I don't want to watch him anymore. I find him like that. That's, that, that, that's that a shame. Like, thing was fucking terrible. Yeah, and then they didn't really explain it, but they did. Like, well, Bray, it's like fake, but it's real. But we're gonna see the Funhouse on Spectre. Uh, like it, Detective Nestle on the Jabberknocker breaks it down into like these unbelievable like rabbit holes, and I just I'm astounded by the research he puts in. But I just want to shake him and be like, "You're putting in more work and care than anyone does in that building to storylines." Like. They should hire you more because no on one gives a fuck about the story there. They just don't. And if they do, There's no they get shot down. Yeah. So JR took a shot at Seth Rollins. Great. This is a quick time for a Twitter interjection. So Joe Gamma, listener of the podcast, sent me a random message the other day. Said this, and I want you to answer it because I'll tell you what I said. Hey, dude, 
What do you think the chances are WWE is preparing Seth Rollins to turn heel? Bray opened the quote-unquote dark side, blah, blah. Humberto called Rollins out for burning the firehouse. Handshake after the match aside. Maybe another line from another guy next week about him being dark? I don't care. All right. Well, uh, like, I, I would love a heel Seth Rollins but, again, but I think the only way to fix Seth Rollins is to take him away for six months. Well, that's never going to happen. But I would say that I like the idea. I just don't think that's where they're going to go. I think that they're going to have to... The problem is faces aren't good anymore. That's the problem. The WWE has a heel tendency. Like, The Miz was one of the best heels. Right now, The Miz... Like, honestly, I know how you say about Seth Rollins, but The Miz is that guy, realistically. It's like... Don't care. What are you doing with him? He's just hosting like talk shows and being a minor B character because he's a face. When he's a heel, it's but like, oh, I got to see it. he has the talent to be something. Yes. Seth Rollins doesn't. No, yes, he does. Seth Rollins is a heel at his very best, and he was he was a good heel, great at times. He's going to turn up being like the biggest heel of like 2020. That's going to no, be He's, he's going to be he, so over. He, They're going to do it. He's not... He has nothing about him. He has nothing special. He doesn't ooze charisma. He doesn't ooze great, machismo. Uh, he does, but he just the baby faces saying anywhere you where you are should never happen. They should be like, "What's going on, Pittsburgh?" Like you're not. That it kind is. Of. It is a lot of booking on him, but yeah. he does not take the ball and run with it. Fair. So a couple other quick things, and we'll get to our draft. New Japan Pro Wrestling just announced that they're going to be having an American promotion, not Why? like an American Stop. event, like Stop. a legit promotion. Too much. It's too much. And I'm going to run down the schedule in a few minutes, what, oh, what, what our weeks look like. Nothing about New Japan. They announced a two-night Wrestle Kingdom. So they're going to, you know, that's the WrestleMania of uh, New Japan. They don't have Kenny Omega anymore. I don't really care. Well, I'm just letting you know, it's insane that they're actually deciding to do a two-night event. So imagine Wrestle... Do you think WrestleMania should be a two-night event? No. Do you think it should be shorter? Or do yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's the right answer. Yeah. Well, just interesting to me to see Wrestle Kingdom doing two nights. Night one is going to feature Okada versus Abushi, who won the. Um, oh, I can't think of it. I can't think of it. Doesn't matter. And night two, Juicin Thunder, Thunder Liger. Yes, is retiring. Oh, it's going to be his last match in night two. Guarantee you, it's not his last match. That yeah, probably won't be <laughs> unless he gets hit by a fucking. Unless he gets run over by a dump truck on the way out of the All right. One thing, so building. Listen, listen to this right now. Your current American wrestling schedule. Oh, I know it well. Monday nights, Monday Night Raw. Yep. Tuesdays, you have Impact on Access, NWA Power on YouTube, which I find so fun to watch and refreshing because I usually watch it the next morning just while I'm getting ready for work. Uh, it's an hour, by the way. Love an hour. AEW Dark, also on YouTube, also just about an hour. A uh, WWE backstage on FS1. Is AEW Dark free? Yes. So, if you oh. haven't seen it, and I'm sure other people have told you to watch it, the Kenny Omega oh, yeah. match versus Joey Janela, which we saw live. It was... Which makes me a little bit concerned that AEW might be missing the mark, and I know Kenny Omega gave this whole up... spiel about, I do this for the fans, I don't need to be on TV. He was one of the most charismatic speakers mm-hmm. I've seen in years. Just his, like... Forget the match, which was five star, oh, yeah. out of this world, just insane, like, for, no one, match. for no one, <laughs> yeah, for no one, for literally a dark audience that they put on YouTube. Yep. Match was unbelievable, but his promo was one of the best babyface promos I've heard. You in loved him years. You just loved him. He just he was magnetic. Yeah, he was unbelievable. It's that easy sometimes if you just got it. Um, but yeah, Tuesday nights are stacked, especially two YouTube shows, Impact, and then you have WWE Backstage, which I've yet to see. I've but not watched it yet. You know what's funny? It was uh. on, uh, Jesus Christ. It was on. You really are <laughs> disgusting. <Come> on. <laughs> it was on, I think, 
uh, Dork and Mac and Goo are now using a fart button. I don't know if that's inspired by you. <laughs> I don't think so, but I do pass a lot of gas. <laughs> but uh, people in my work, like, it was on. We have TV shows on sure. while we're doing the show in the background. And they said that they watched a lot of WWE backstage the other night. And they said it was one of the best productions oh. I've ever seen. And they were blown away by it. I was like, I'm not shocked by that at all. Anything the WWE does that doesn't involve a story... <laughs> storyline if they're just doing like a news show they're gonna fucking crush yeah, whatever they do the best show in the past was talking smack for many reasons oh, a lot of it was phenomenal. just unscripted and guys Ren- could go out and renee go. young and her actual good element yes where she thrives and she had a killer line i did see on twitter when she was like uh they said something about like smackdown or something like that like, yeah that's where all my old employees were i was fired from that job but i'm here now i got that fox money or good. something like that and it's funny it's She's funny great. So there's your Tuesday night. You got a lot of stuff going on there. Wednesdays, you probably know by now. You have AEW Dynamite in NXT. Thursdays, you have NXT UK, UK? which is still going. I can't believe that. I thought I they were going to cancel both that and 205 Live. Well, don't worry. 205 Live. Friday nights, you have Friday night SmackDown on Fox. 205 Live. That's right. 205 Live on the network, as well as main event on the network, because everyone's just jumping to main event. Just always sad. The home of Zack Ryder. Zack Ryder just tweeting about it. And then Saturdays, you have New Japan Pro Wrestling on Access. Ring of Honor on your Sinclair Broadcasting affiliate, wherever you see that. And occasionally, Saturday nights, you're going to have AEW pay-per-views. And the crazy thing is, Sunday, like I think a perfect night for wrestling. No lie, no wrestling events. Well, I mean, there's a pay-per-view once a month. But still, I mean, like you would think one of these people would be like, let's just do Sunday night. Yeah, I guess. I just, I don't know. Miss Sunday Night Heat a little bit. I Jones on Sunday Night Heat right now. Yeah. Uh, S.A. Rios and what's her name? Lita's Lita? debut. I remember that. That was on Sunday Night Heat. Trish had a lot of D-Lo matches. A lot of D-Lo matches. A lot of D-Lo, a lot of Midian. A lot of Big Bossman. Yeah, a lot of Midian. A lot, you know what else? A lot of draws. A lot of Trish Stratus segments on Sunday Night Heat. There's the strip poker scene. No, that's Monday Night Raw. I'm telling you right now, it was Sunday Night Heat. I remember like it was yesterday. Don't bet me because I'm just going to take your money. Because I remember almost getting caught masturbating. Jesus Christ. Tweet of the week. Uh, so a couple of quick things and we'll jump into it. Tweet of the week this week or a social media post we should really say. How about Randy Orton taking a picture next to a thing that just said elite. And I'm he said, board. and he tagged like Elias. By the way, where's that guy? We're going to move on because we don't have time because he might be the most disappointing wrestler of 2019 by far. Elias, Dash and Dawson, a bunch of guys from WWE and his contract actually expires at midnight of January 1st. All right. I would love to see him go, actually, now. I will, see, he's the one guy, like, I don't see him anywhere else. And I, like, just, it would be weird. But if it happens, cool. I mean, he could be a big swing and dig over there with, oh, like, yeah. that faction. And then you have a feud. Yeah. Uh, promo <laughs> of the week. Shelton Benjamin. Oh, you my see boy. This? Shelty B. It was, there is very few times when you talk about storytelling. Shelton Benjamin comes in while Rey Mysterio is hurt, pushes him and says, all you have to do around here is beat up Rey Mysterio to get a title match. Pushes him once, goes, that good for a U.S. title? Pushes him again, goes, I see championship? And I was like, this is awesome. Then Cain Velasquez comes out, kills him. Hey, but guy who beat Brock Lesnar for real right there. Yeah, in college. Yeah, and he and talked about how he trained him, how he's his boy. Great promo by Shelton Benjamin. Really, it's promo of the week just because it came out of that nowhere. Shelton Literally Benjamin, nowhere. one of my all-time favorite wrestlers. Yes. And he's just just a lovable guy. I mean, I know that wasn't a lovable promo, but he's just likable. Yeah, just beating up a little guy yeah. with a broken arm. That was great. Wrestler of the Week, Bill. Keith Lee, without a doubt. Even though, as I was saying to you in the kitchen earlier, a lot of his moves, he would get on the top turnbuckle, sit down, and then just kind of like, be like, come here, get up on top of me, like, you know, climb all the way up. And it's now like I'm having gonna... sex with Billy. Yeah. Come on, come here. Right, on now, now I'm going to powerbomb you out of the floor. Absolutely. It was just, make me believe that you're trying to get him up there. There was a lot of that during that match, but Keith Lee for the... It, he did one of those 
running to the ropes and then just jumped over the top and did like a flip. He's amazing. He's got to be 300 plus pounds. Like 320, oh, 350. Easy. Maybe 340. He's also like 6'5". Yeah, he's a house. And he was also part of our match of the week this week. Keith Lee, Roderick Strong, Don... Uh, why can't I say his first name? What was his name? Davikovich. Oh, yeah. Uh, Donathan Davikovich. Is it Donathan? I, I what was know. that Jonathan, name? Jonathan, I don't know. It doesn't matter. His name's hard to say. Match was incredible. Then, obviously, after that, you had the Finn Balor turn. A lot oh, of crazy stuff. that was fucking phenomenal. It that was kick. just so flawless. Didn't see it coming. And even when he started to move, I thought he was just, like, going to turn for, like, somebody else I kind of got spoiled, so I obviously ah. saw it coming, but... I mean, Did I spoil it? Like, did you see my tweet? I saw a bunch of tweets, okay. but... God love Finn Balor. He's back where he belongs. He's going to actually... Thriving, get, baby. Yeah, he's going to be great down there. And now, it's time for the Rossi on Wrestling main event. It is 1989 draft. The reason? Because there was a 2019 draft. Yeah, 20... And- 30? Is it 30 years later? Holy shit, 30, 30 years, years later. Yes, Bill. Good oh man. Oh my god. Well, I was born in 1983, so it makes You're sense. You're like 100 years old at this point. Yeah. Um, so what happens here is we're going to do 11 rounds because that is the official number of the podcast. I'm not ranking things in 11s. No, why not? Everything we do is now 11. Yeah. Just because it came so organically. Well, because you're an idiot, but yeah. Well, that's pretty organic. (laughs) I was organically an idiot. So what we'll do here is we are going to take the rosters of WCW-NWA, because they were all kind of one, you know, Jim Crockett promotion kind of swallowed into one, and WWE of the year of 1989. So if you want to pull up a roster, you don't have to, because we're going to tell you most of them anyway. So we're each going to have 11 picks. Uh, Bill, you want to go first? Or you want to go second? You want to rock, paper, scissors? I yeah, I'll do that. That's the most fair way. Oh, did you get rid of the list? And I did, but I can put it right here. Oh, man. I thought you said you had it. Oh, I made my top list on my own thing of like the top ten of my Yeah, guys. so just keep your ten and then I'll scroll down here and we have it. All right. I well, promise well, you well, This is going to be great for the fans. Okay, screw the fans. <laughs> so, rock, paper, scissors? Yep, ready? Rock, rock paper, paper, scissors, scissors shoot. shoot. What is that? That's the spider. Okay, you win. You go first. I don't know what the hell just happened. The man just pulled out a spider you right off his Once pants. in your whole life. All right, so I think... <laughs> That's it? You only get one shot? Yeah. And that was, this is what you yep. wasted it on? Yeah. Well, see, I don't want to pick him first. I hate him. He's a racist piece of shit. He never apologized for it. But if Macho pick... Man was a good pick. <laughs> no. <laughs> if you're picking in 1989, and I know you're going to get the next guy who I really want, I'm going to... Oh, you don't know. <laughs> nah, fuck it. I'm taking Macho Man. Wow. I'm swerving so, it. I'm, I'm going to give you this. He also was a racist, I believe. Um, <laughs> was he really? I don't know. Now we're just being rude. But Macho Man being the first pick, that year, 1989, was WrestleMania five. That was when Macho Man was at the world champion. His only championship run, if you can listen to the archives, to our best um, people oh. that have never been champions. Um, that's a weird twist. But nonetheless, Macho Man went into 1989 as your WWE champion, lost to Hulk Hogan at WrestleMania five. then was in the headline of SummerSlam. He was a part of the Survivor Series crazy team. I think it was like Team DiBiase with like Zeus and all that. was highly involved. So Macho Man had a huge year that year. And then going into the next year is when he... Um, no, when did he fight Warrior? That was seven, right? Seven? Yeah, it must have been because he fought Ric Flair at eight, I believe. Yeah, and so six... Well, I don't know who he fought at six now. I think it was because that was Ultimate Warrior versus Hulk Hogan. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Either way, that was a big one. I'm just going to jump. I'll take Hulk Hogan with the with the first round pick. All right. Hulk Hogan was in, again, the main event. Won the WWE Championship at WrestleMania over Macho Man. The next year was going into WrestleMania as the champion against the Ultimate Warrior. Also the biggest name probably in the history of wrestling. I'll gladly take Hulk Hogan because you made actually the pick I really wanted, actually, Macho Man. Because I think that was his best year. 
It was. It was definitely his best year, but I'm also looking at him totally going forward as well as he would probably be maybe my lead babyface, but who knows? Because I'm going to have to take, and again, this isn't a pick I want to take, but I am going to take him. I'm going to take Ric Flair. Oh, I, <laughs> Woo! I didn't think you were going to take him. Silent profile. When I made my list, I didn't have him. I put like 15 people on my list, and then I looked at it. I was like, I should put Ric Flair on here. Ric Flair was my number three. So everything's kind of, so far the three have been yeah. in my three. Yeah, I mean, I didn't want to take him, but I feel like if he's there, you got to take him. I believe he lost in the main event of Starcade that year. There was a weird, like, tournament going on. He was still the NWA champion at that time. I think it was, like, second reign out of a million that came after that. Uh, but, yeah, Ric Flair, obviously, you can't go wrong, especially that during that I era. think at this point he already had 15 titles. World I titles. didn't believe so, they actually. So this time I'm going to take the guy I know that defeated him that year at the headline of Starcade. The biggest name of that era for baby faces in the uh, NWA and WCW, I'm going to take the man called Sting. I just don't like Sting. I never really have liked Sting. So I could have taken him 10th? You really could have. Oh. I don't think I was going to take him. You, oh. you could have waited a while. Um, you just you just reached like the Raiders there. Yeah, but no, but he's a top pick. He's, he is. He's he definitely was, a top. He was pick. like the face of that time frame. Better wrestler than I ever give him credit for. Oh, without a doubt. Especially because when we watched, like, probably when it was the hype for us, like when we were like teenagers, Sting was kind of like obviously Crow Sting. He didn't wrestle for like a year, but even before that, he was just kind of there. I was like, ah, I don't really know. I don't really Pretty like this exciting guy. guy. But you watch him early. Like I sometimes watch a lot on the of natural charisma, and and this is the thing that I don't have, and you have both of them. I don't have, and I probably won't, because there really isn't many true... You have two true baby, baby faces. Like, white meat, kids love them, like, screaming, diving over to get them. But you have a chance to get a big baby face here. Will you take it? I'm not going to do it. I'm going to take the Million Dollar Man, Ted <laughs> oh, DiBiase. Oh! Million Dollar Man? I, I, I probably could have got him later, but I'm going with the guys that I, I, I like. I spell his last name, so I'm going to put Million Dollar Man. D-I-B-I-A-S-E. I don't know what you said. There you go. Close enough. Uh, diabetes. Um, <laughs> diabetes. And he was also big in that year because I believe he was in the... Co- no, not WrestleMania. He wasn't in the co-main event of that WrestleMania. I think I actually... Well, what WrestleMania would have that been? I'm just thinking five. Five? I think he... And he was definitely in the WrestleMania main event in four. He was in four. And... I don't know what the fuck he was doing in five. No, I don't know either. But um, off the top of my head, I can't remember. But might have been he... in a Virgil storyline. Yeah, point. it might have been a tag match or something like that. But Ted DB, obviously, obviously during this era was huge. This is during, you know, your Saturday programming. Obviously, the ball dribbling, all that stuff. So you have a top, top heel. Play here. Top heel. Two so top heels. I, pff, Technically, I three top heels. I don't even care. I got to ride with it. This is a guy that had one of the biggest years. Lost the Intercontinental Championship <laughs> at WrestleMania. <laughs> then won it at SummerSlam. Oh, yes. And then for a title for title the following year, beat Hulk Hogan in the main event. I will take the ultimate warrior. See, I was never, you couldn't, I couldn't come towards him with a 20 foot pole. Really? In 1989? I I don't want him. I don't like him. He's another bad guy. I I left him off my IC list out of spite. Like I don't. He think had he, one of the best runs. I think he. I, I just, I, you know, there's a guy I, I should never, have taken here. Never. We've discussed this on the podcast before. I never. I've never liked him ever. You, never was will. Just a Hulk never. Hogan guy. Like, yeah, I was a Hulk yeah. Hogan guy as a kid. Waldemar Warriors just always intrigued me, and he made. He was fun to watch because his matches were always thirty seconds. He was like what Goldberg was ten years later. I guess he was because he'd come down full yeah. of energy, kill the guys fighting, and like you know BK Jones, and then move I on. never really liked Goldberg either. All right, with my next pick, I need a baby face. Okay. I mean, Macho Man can be a yeah. baby face. But I'm going to take one of my favorite guys, the Mega Gene, Baby Dusty Rhodes. Oh, Dusty Rhodes. At this time. Still some good years ahead of him. Yep. Was a good wrestler at the time in 1989. Absolute, I think, one of the, one of the a little bit of a goofy worker, but a great worker. <laughs> 
He really was. Yeah, he, he was, was a fun guy. He was fun to watch, a great entertainer, and obviously his legacy goes on way deeper. Um, this one, do I look at my big board? Oh, uh, there's so many guys I want. There's a tag team I really want right now, but I'm actually going to take the guy who defeated the Ultimate Warrior at WrestleMania Five. He was the Intercontinental Champion for a nice stretch. It is Rick Rude. Oh, I will take wow. Rick Rude because I, well, I you don't. Need a, you need a heel. I need a heel, and I just think Rick Rude is one of those guys that has such a legacy in the business, and during that time was like the heel. You have Ted DiBiase, who was probably obviously a leg up when it comes to WWE side. You got Ric Flair, and you got Ted DiBiase, who were like huge, huge mega heels, where this guy was just kind of like creeping around in the background, had that big thing with uh, Jake the Snake, with his wife, with the pants. I just, I gotta go Rick Rude. I think he's one of the better heels at the time. Okay, I'm going to go. I probably should take a tag team here because I know you're going to. You just talked about it. Yep. But I'm going to take Jake the Snake Ooh. Roberts. Also a guy who can be booked as a baby face. But I got a lot. I, I, I am fucking stockpiled with guys who can cut legitimate promos here. Yeah, you might have the best promo lineup like of all. T- like five of the best, at least not if not underrated guys. And like if you say any of these guys' names, like a promo jumps out to you. Oh, well, yeah, maybe absolutely. not Ted DiBiase as much because he doesn't have like that one well, defined. He's got the laugh, though. That's all I can think of. Uh, for me here, when I think of tag teams, I got to go with, this was prior to their WWE time, WWF time. Oh, you're going to do Road it? Warriors. Oh, okay. This is a team that was like scary good. Um, they fought in like so many different ways. If you ever look, like I think I still have Starcade pulled up here. It was one of these... This is, uh, I'm looking somewhere in 19, but the hell, what am I even looking at here? This is Wild Thing? Well, Wrestle War 90. Now, we're gonna, we're gonna go back to Starcade. Starcade 90, like the signature event there. Who were they fight? World Warriors defeated Doom, Butch Reed, and Ron Simmons. What a time. Um, <laughs> but they, it was just such a, such a, Doom fought like five times. They had these weird cups going on that time. So it was basically four people for each. We could do a whole podcast on that another time. That probably nobody watched that, that listens. But anyways, I'm going to take the Road Warriors. I think they're the best tag team potentially of all time. Especially, but during this era, they like were studs. Again, you don't know me because I never would have touched the Road Warriors with a 20-foot pole. Jeez, And I'm going to take pole. a tag team that you uh, probably have some interest in. Oh, I definitely do. I'm going to take the fucking Heart Foundation. Uh, see, I, I thought I could wait on them. Oh, no, 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 no. They were the first ones I, I, I had ranked, man. I, me too, but it, I just thought to myself, the Road Warriors were definitely bigger and badder, like, overall. And I just think, but picking the Heart Foundation, you have a future champion in Bret Hart. You have a future champion in Bret Hart. Well, you have Jimmy Evelyn. Oh, you have the guy who was, the, the hot tag was invented for. Yes. The, uh, the Angelo Dawkins, if you will. By the way, shout out to Angelo Dawkins. Dreams can come true. This guy main evented Monday Night Raw and I saw him go through countless gimmicks. I think I watched him. He might have even been there before NXT started. He might He's have been, been there, there for seven years. That was that promo so, that they put out there. So, yes, it was before NXT was NXT. That was Florida Championship Wrestling, I think, at that time. Yeah, it was, I think, right after Ohio Valley yeah. in that little, little yep. area. He he really, at times, I was like, I can't believe this guy is still around. And then when I heard he was teamed up this, in the Street Profits thing, I was like, eh, I don't know. He seems like the weak link. But now he comes in, gets that fucking Jimmy Anvil hot tag thing, and he does his thing out there. And he's pretty good on the promos now, too. So yeah. fucking don't give Hats up on your dreams, kid. Hats this guy off. fucking made it. Yep. You know how many people will never, ever made event Monday Night Raw who were in the wrestling business who were on WWE television? That's a good point. Not, there's not many. Not many. 
Not many. Seth not many. Rollins has done it a million times, doesn't deserve so one anyway, of them. So anyway, so I will move on from that. So <laughs> I actually just noticed I had the Heart Foundation ranked over the Road Warriors, so I made, uh, uh, made a jump pick. Uh, oh, I just got excited. Uh, oh. I'm going to be mad at myself in the war, and Cletus, my robot, is oh, not going to be happy that either. Was that, that was fucking <laughs> terrible. So... Uh, what do I want to do here? I'm going to look at my list. Do I want to go up? Nah, I don't know why I have that person there. Uh, ooh. That's a good, that's a good uh, podcasting uh, right now. Ricky around. Steamboat. I'm going to take Ricky ooh, Steamboat. All right. That, that's uh, that's one, a tough one for me. One of the best workers in the business history during this time was the height of his work. I, he was actually my favorite wrestler. Like this, One time we were going to do a podcast about who you once called your favorite wrestler. Because Ricky Steamboat was the reason I used to watch Saturday There's Night. There's only a few for me. Oh, I probably have like 50. Really? At one point, Test was my favorite wrestler. No, he wasn't. 100%. Test, he was, yes, this what about his tag test. team partner? Albert? Pop Quiz. Uh, which one? He had a couple. No, had... his tag team partner was named Pop Quiz. Oh, test. Pop... <laughs> no. Um, no? Ricky Steamboat is my <laughs> pick here. Uh, so right now, just quickly after basically halfway point, Billy as Macho Man, Ric Flair, Ted DiBiase, Dusty Rhodes, Jake the Snake Robert, and the Hart Foundation... I have Hulk Hogan, Sting, Ultimate Warrior, Rick Rude, Road Warriors, and Ricky Steamboat. All right. So well, seventh round, Bill. I'm going to go with the tag team that is called the Steiner Brothers. Oh, see, that's a great pick. The Steiner Brothers, especially if you look at, like, if you want to go into, like, a future part, part of this. They're one of the best tag I know we had them on our list, but they're one of the best tag teams of all time. Hey, without, like... Scott's a future champion. Rick feuded with Chucky. Like, you have yourself some really, really <laughs> The good... dog-faced gremlin. Yep. That's such a weird thing. I love it. And they were part of, like, the Varsity Club. There's a lot going on with the Steinbrook, especially in this era. They were part of that Starcade uh, Bowl or whatever it was, where four teams all fought each other over and over and see who got the most points. Weird, weird stuff was going on then. I'm going all over the place, by the, by the way, for my next few picks. All right, I'm just going to take this all guy because he still was wrestling, still was very relevant, nowhere near where he should have been. He was a big part of Survivor Series that year, and this really was the end of his wrestling career. I'm going to take Andre the Giant. Andre uh, the Giant? Yep, Andre the Giant. Could he even move back then? Uh, no, very little, but uh, I think this is when he filmed Princess Bride also. Um, but he was obviously one of the biggest draws in wrestling history, a true person that people would pay to see. So Andre the Giant will add, gladly add him to my magnificent roster. And by the way, we're going to put these rosters out on Twitter. We'll probably give it a day or two, maybe by the weekend, and you guys will let us know who won this draft. And clearly it's going to be me. All right. So these two, uh, two of my next picks are going to go out to listener of the podcast because you're not going to take either of them, I will guess. Oh, well, you can't say that. you got to only pick one at a time. Well, there's no way you're taking the other guy. I'm going to take here because you need you need to fill out the whole roster and you need sure. guys to job. Oh, okay. Interesting. Right. I'm going to take Dino Bravo. Oh, my God. Bum me a smoke Dino? Yep. Bum me a smoke Dino. WrestleMania 8? Seven? Oh, the sign? The sign. After he got king that... like assass- <laughs> assassinated? In, 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 like Canada. For selling cigarettes to the <laughs> mafia? Yeah. Dino Bravo. Not even close. So... Who's even on my list? Okay. I missed Bobo's uh, birth announcement thing, whatever yeah, they call that. That's uh, a gender reveal. Gender reveal, which was fucking... By the way, I told him before. I was like, don't wind up on Barstool by like not did doing... Did he end up... He like... Did you see what happened? I saw like they spiked the ball. He spiked it, but like the, when he spiked it initially, it didn't break. But he had a nice recovery because he picked it back up, fucking slammed it like a man, and then ripped his shirt off. So that 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 show should end up on Barstool. A little bit, yeah. I don't, I don't think anybody has the balls to post it. Oh, fuck him. No, I wouldn't do that, Dan. That's why you don't either. No, fuck him. If you're going to do something public eye, you, 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 you're public yeah, yeah, eye. Barrett has the video. Tell him to send it along. I would. He's a pussy <laughs> if he doesn't. That's what all of good friends do. This kid could be famous right now. All right. Well, 
Do you want to be famous for that? No, but you know, it'd be funny to talk about it. Oh, I remember that time you were on Barstool. Ha ha ha. And everyone laughs. They never seem to go well. I mean, they, they usually the don't point. post the ones that go well. That's but... why you don't do them. Yeah. <laughs> That's like... why you just don't do them. Um, when are you guys having your gender reveal? At the uh, birth? At, at, the, <laughs> at, at the hospital. You can please show up. I'll be puking pink or blue. Um, all right. So uh, if I'm going to go off my... I don't know why I had... The, no, I'm going to take the other tag team. I'm going to take the last tag team I think worthy of being drafted. I think putting the both... If if this team's on the same roster as... Leg, uh, sorry, Legion of Doom. Yeah. Road Wars. It's going to be insane. I'm going to take Demolition. Demolition was the carbon copy, less than good version of the Road Wars, but we're still a ton of fun. You bring the axe, the smash, and, and a crush if you want a few years later. Your tag team division blows. I have the best two tag teams of the era. <laughs> Even though I'd rather watch... No, my match would be one of the best one-off. Like, to see the Road Wars versus Demolition, awesome. But if I were to see a series of matches, I'd want to see Steiners and Heart Foundation. Yeah, I'm going to go with another tag team. I'm going to skip my pick. Oh, you're just jumping... I don't even yeah. know... Oh, I guess I'm a little shit. worried now. I, I'm worried I gotta take the Rockers. Oh, Rockers. I'm take the Rockers. See, you're taking good picks here. I didn't have... They weren't on my board because during this era, they were, like, kind of jobby. Um, but you get a future... Um, I got I got a Intercontinental future... Intercontinental champion. Two Marty, of them. No, Marty two Gennetti. of them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, you have a future two-time Hall of Famer. One of the best to ever do it. Lace up the boots. We Shawn need to Michaels. get the shirts. I'm Sean, and he's Marty. I will gladly wear the Marty Gennetti. Oh, I don't mind. I, I could be Marty Gennetti. All right. I'm pretty much a loser. All right, so... Uh, <laughs> well, I think I'm cute. But I know I'm sexy. See? So, uh, I'm going to go deep here. No, you know, I'm going to take the guy I had. He's, he was a co-main event, defeated Bobby Heenan at WrestleMania five. It's one of the stupidest matches you'll ever see. Why am I th- adding him to this? Just for that reason. I'm going to take the Red Rooster, Terry Taylor, Oh, my God. Point. He was a good worker. He was, you know, if it wasn't Oh, you know that, what? You know what? I always hear he was a good worker. Then every time I see one of his matches, meh. He was a classic fine. WWE guy. Fine. When he was early days in NWA, he was like this great big name. And then it's like he comes to WWE, the box of gimmicks, didn't get Mr. Perfect, but now he has this. All right. So I actually might not be able to take one of my shout out picks, but I'm going to go. Oh, I'm gonna, more picks. I'm going to go value here. I'm okay. going to go value. I'm going to go Roddy, Roddy oh. Piper. Steal in the 10th round. Yeah. You know what's funny? Quality. Where was he in 1989? I, I, like, he was a stud. <laughs> Okay. As long as he still had so. three or four good years left in him. No, he did. I was just trying to think of like this where is when he was. he was on commentary, probably though. He might have been floating around between both, but yeah, Piper, in the tenth round is a great pick. I kind of teased my next pick in my last round. I'm gonna take Mr. Perfect, another guy that totally. Oh my god, he's off! My... How did I not take him? I, I know, had him Bill... ranked like two. You know why? I missed him because you forgot him, just like oh I did. My god, just like I, I did. did. It. <laughs> Fucking a! I wasn't gonna I take him. It. I literally I did it. <laughs> I did it. I forgot Perfect. What the fuck? I had him. Uh, I had him too. <laughs> I had him too. He wasn't even on my list. I don't want to show my last. Pick oh it's no! Stupid. Yes, I did it now. So I literally took Terry Till no! and Demolition, Andre the Giant, Ricky Steamboat. Dude, I took Tito Bravo before I took. <laughs> I don't know Parker. why I did that. I don't know. Holy what shit! Was. We shouldn't have a podcast for wrestling. <laughs> Well, you probably won't. All right. This, <laughs> this is, is fucking this terrible. This is our podcast for fun, we'll call it. Oh, my God. So, uh, last picks here, Bill. Holy shit. And then we'll recap them. Can I take Mr. Vote. Perfect? You cannot. Mr. Perfect was taken in the 10th round. Funny enough. 10th round. Should be a loss, but no, because I forgot Mr. Perfect once. Everything's 11. Holy shit. <laughs> I don't even know anymore. I don't even know. Coco Beware. You're taking Coco Beware. Is that your shout-out one, at least? Yeah. Coco Beware? Dude, I took Dino Bravo before I took... I had Mr. Perfect number two on my list. Now, I'm going to say something. I'm two. Gonna, it was two. I'm going to take a guy, and it's totally Fuck. ridiculous, but he had one of the biggest years in wrestling that year, and I'm going to get into a reason Bobby why. Heenan. No, I should. That would be a good pick. 
he was involved with Bobby Heenan, actually. Hercules. Was, you're getting closer. Main event at a pay-per-view was in the main event of another pay-per-view. Brooklyn Brawler. I think it was in the main event of three pay-per-views, if I'm not mistaken. Earthquake, Typhoon, Tugboat. You're not going to remember because that was it. Once he was done with his third pay-per-view. Zeus. You, Zeus. <laughs> I will take Zeus. Zeus is my, I always like to end my drafts on a great pick like the Seinfeld draft I did, taken with the finale. Oh, by the it's way, a, no, by sure. the way, that, great, was, that was the worst pick in, in fucking No, it wasn't. Draft it was the most viewed episode of the show. If we're going off value, everyone talks about it. Everybody talks Everybody about it. Everybody talks about the Holocaust. That doesn't make it a good thing. If we were talking about terrible events, I would take the Holocaust. Jesus Christ. 9-11, then the Holocaust, Bill. That's how it goes. You've got to take these horrible events. What school should you want Columbine in there too, you Jesus. sick bastard? You're out you're of blood and you're out of control. But yeah, so I will take Zeus. That year was in the main oh, event, man. I believe, the Survivor Series. with was SummerSlam tagging with Macho Man. And he was in the main event of No Holds Barred. He wrestled in platform shoes. Yeah, he was. And he was Tiny Lister? Right? Tiny yeah. Lister? Uh, best, uh, best role on Friday. Oh my. Nah, not, the, not even like the fifth best role on Friday. No, but his best role, should I say, was Oh yeah, Friday. yeah, definitely. 100%. And then he went to WCW. I don't even know what the character he was. But that is my pick. Zeus will wrap it up. But I want to say this. Before you vote, I know it's cool to hate on me, which I'm fine with. I've got thick skin Dude, and we thick hit, boobs. We, we both didn't but, pick Mr. Perfect. We picked 18 no, I, people I before him. I, I picked Mr. Perfect, thank you. Jesus. And it was, and I believe it was 19 people. But, <laughs> um... This guy's taking a beating on a podcast. And our poor bastard, Curtis Axel, will never be on our podcast now. So, I know it's cool, but Billy literally has Coco Beware and Dino Bravo. And I think my roster is far superior to yours. This is insane, but, well, then again... I, I don't even Zeus. think it's close. I do have Zeus and Terry Taylor. Yeah. <laughs> Co-main evented. He was a two-main event. He made Bobby Heenan at WrestleMania 5. But anyways, Billy's first pick and through his top 11 of 11-round drafts is Macho Man, Ric Flair, Ted DiBiase, Dusty Rhodes, Jake the Snake Roberts, Hart Foundation, the Steiners, Dino Bravo, the Rockers, Roddy Rowdy Piper, Coco Beware. And my draft class is Hulk Hogan, Sting, Ultimate Warrior, Rick Rude, Road Warriors, Ricky Steamboat, Andre the Giant, Demolition, Terry Taylor, Mr. Perfect, and the creme and of was, the creme, Mr. Zeus. I was bragging about what value Roddy Piper was. And I didn't... After our first, like, three picks, I was just picking off memory. I didn't even, like... The 10th round might be the best round. God. Like, our 10th round picks is Roddy Piper and Mr. Perfect. That could have been the second round for most people. Like in just off, in it, it was gonna be my second pick. If there was, this was a four, four person draft. First four person draft. It would have been that would have, they would have probably went in the third and at latest minimum. But that's insane. So there it is. So let us know. Vote. You can. Uh, I'll. We'll put out a graphic. You can follow at Billy D twenty four eleven at Jason D Rossi. We'll put it out there. Let us know. Vote. Don't be a jabroni and just vote for Bill because I think he's cool because he's not. I don't think and anybody thinks I'm cool. Just relatively speaking. I think you're cool, Bill. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So you don't forget to like us on um, both... Uh, like us. There's nowhere to like us. Like us in person. Follow us on Twitter. You can make... like individual posts that we make on Instagram. And Twitter. And Facebook, if I do that ever again. Yeah. Like it. Oh, by the way, one quick thing. Oh. Do you have a favorite song? Can you quantify? Of all time, yes. Yeah. Uh, well, people. I asked people right and they're like, that's too hard of a question. I was like, I know my top five down to a beat. So it's really hard for me. I don't have a top five, but I th- I have what I believe is the best song ever recorded, which then is my... It's just my favorite song because it, yeah. it sums up everything. What is it? It's not Back That Ass Up. That's not mine. Oh, thought it was. For some reason. It's Your just, Love by The Outfield. 
Oh, okay. That would have been if we had to keep going. For me, is we can work it out by the Beatles. I think it's the greatest song ever recorded, yeah, really and I think good. it's the most meaningful song because there's love in a lot of songs, lots of. This is the one song I actually when I listen to, it just puts me in a good mood and just makes me think of any time in an argument, whether it be with my wife, with someone like Bill, with a podcast listener for voting for Bill after this. I think we can figure this out. Yeah, we can. No matter what, it it's one of the greatest songs ever. I also did, and this might factor into next week with the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I did my. Uh, I think it was actually Joey Ryan who tweeted out. Oh my God! He had Jimmy World on it. Yeah, Sorry, right. Continue. He had his awesome top album. five favorite artists or bands, and mm-hmm. I had mine locked. I've had mine locked down for a long time. Five was up in the air. One is Outcast. Two is the White Stripes. Three is Franz Ferdinand. Whew. For I think High price I, for France right Yeah, I gave Childish Gambino. Yep, Kanye and Kanye, Kanye, Kanye was three. I love Kanye. Kanye is that like? Won. I don't feel like it's like one through five. It's just five in general. Uh I would put Outcast number one. I would put White no. Stripes. Yeah, I'm sure, but I'm, yeah. I don't think like that's the. Well, are you Taking Back Sunday was in could have interesting. I was gonna there. say that was surprising me. I feel like they're over France right now for you, but that's no, just me. France right now, I've just liked since like the first time you heard them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're one of those bands to me. Like I bought all their records. Definitely not nowhere near as good as they used to be to me, but it, I think that's just—he's my favorite voice in music. His name is I don't know his name. something. <laughs> he was named after Paul McCartney, but I always forget his name. It's like Michael Paul, whatever his last name is. We'll just say Ferdinand, even though I know that's not it. He, they're just named after him, the guy who started World War. But II. yeah, a couple of people responded to it. Backcracker, of course, responded. Yep. Uh, and then I think Wesley B. Mute Math was his favorite band of all time. But see, I think he might have just done a, like a maybe it is. I don't know. I don't know him that well, but I would say if Mute Math's your favorite band, man, that's badass. I love when people have obscure bands as yeah, their favorite. I was like Mute Math. I don't know. I remember them from FNX. I'm, I'm pretty chalk when it comes to like my favorite. Like my favorites are like the Beatles and Bruce Springsteen Pretty chalk, but I love Jimmy Eat World. Like that's my oh, favorite. Yeah. Like I do things in like eras. Like so like classic classic rock to me like Beatles is like the number one of all time I just love the Beatles they mean everything then there's Bruce Springsteen because I like like that style like storytelling and things like that Jimmy World's like once I was in high school and like could develop my own there there after that's gonna be really hard because I love like Nirvana STP but then I love like the Foo Fighters bands like Incubus Weezer see I'm surfing while I love Weezer except for their later stuff I'm, I'm more surface level on a lot of those people but to me, and I, I, you know, I liked Outkast, White Stripes, Kanye. Yeah. Basically White because another one. I just like that you can listen to an album and none of the songs are going to sound anything like any of the other songs. Or really anything. Mm. That every song is a little bit like different genre, different instruments. They're not just like bass, guitar, drum, and they yeah. just play. Every they, they try to do something a little different every time. Well, you horseshoe it in the white the whiteboard question of the week. Yeah. Horseshoe it in right there at the end. Yeah. Didn't even see this coming. Yeah. And you know I was Segway. nervous. I was Segway. nervous to answer it. Because now I feel like I'm it's really hard for me to get five. But I'm gonna re- I'll yeah, I'm gonna respond to you. I gotta think about it. Match of the pod. Match of the pod. Uh Keith Lee, go watch that if you haven't seen it Keith already. Keith Lee, Donovan Divakovich. Something oh, like that. Yeah. Sure. Uh versus uh Roger Strong. Strong. By the way, Roddy Strong could be one of the uh, if you were to give like a worker of the year award, he would have to be on the. Top I've of been saying I've been a huge Roddy Strong fan. He's the one who like when I first started seeing like Adam Cole, CM Punk. He was like the guy in Ring of Honor when I first got into it, and like he's one of the first people I'm like proud to watch because I like that he's not in WWE as well. He had an incredible feud with Bobby Roode a few years ago down in NXT. It's when Maria Shafir, his wife, first uh, showed up. I- I'm just a huge, huge Roddy Strong fan. So I guess with that, I would say watch Roddy Strong 
versus Bobby Roode. It, was a ta- it wasn't a takeover. It was just an NXT event about 2017 somewhere. Just Google the two of them. They're probably on YouTube or highlights. Incredible, incredible watch. But uh, don't forget to like, uh, share, and subscribe to this podcast. iTunes, give us a shout. Give, leave us a review. Uh, we're now on Spotify. Hell yeah. We're on Podomatic. That doesn't matter. Stitcher. We're on Stitcher, but we're also on Google Play. Wherever you have podcasts, we are officially there. So tell a friend. Let us know your thoughts on our draft. And we will be back next week with a fresh new topic that's so fresh, we don't even know what it is yet. Could be something spooky. <laughs> yeah, something spooky. Frank says hi.